Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me for Midweek Manna. Uh, it is a beautiful day outside, and thanks be to God for that. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we are uh, in this week moving toward Palm Sunday. It is already here, and then, of course, jumping one Sunday into Easter Sunday. I'm very excited about that, and I hope that you are too. So I wanted to share some thoughts this uh, afternoon, but I, I firstly want to open up with a word of prayer. So if you would, please allow me to pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, spring is in the air, Lord. We are moving out of the month of March into the month of April, Lord. Uh, Easter uh, is coming, Lord. Our Savior will defeat the very sting of death itself, Lord, and rise uh, from the grave. So, Lord, as we move to uh, that Easter Sunday, Lord, we, we must prepare ourselves. We must uh, get ready, Lord, as uh, the early ancient Christians were doing in the Lenten season, Lord. They were preparing. Uh, they were uh, readying themselves for baptism on Easter Sunday. So what a what a great history uh, we are a part of. So in this time, I pray that we uh, certainly uh, take in the Word of God and seek your almighty face. Lord, bless this day. Bless those who are watching Midweek Manna. May it truly be spiritual manna for them this day. We ask this, certainly, in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Folks, I'm going to turn to Jesus Always, one of my uh, favorite daily devotionals, and I'll read uh, this day's uh, devotion along with, with some scripture. So, I, I'm going to pick uh, two uh, scriptures this morning, or, or rather this afternoon, the first being Psalm 105.4. I want to read that. It says this, Look to the Lord in His strength. Seek His face always. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, and then Deuteronomy 33.25 says this, The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze, and your strength will equal your days. Here's the devotion. No matter how inadequate you may feel, you can always look to me for help. You don't need to go to a special place or assume a certain posture to seek my face. Nor do you need to use eloquent or elegant, elegant language or uh, to work to win my favor. I always look favorably on you because I see you clothed in my righteousness. I am alive in you and I understand your thoughts perfectly. So a simple glance at me made in faith is enough to connect you to my help. You tend to waste energy trying to determine whether your resources are adequate for the day. You keep checking your power gauge instead of looking to me for my provision. How much better to simply acknowledge your insufficiency when you awaken. This frees you to rely on my boundless sufficiency. If you stay in touch with me, I will place enough power at your disposal to meet your needs as they arise. Keep turning toward me, your ever-present help, and your strength will be equal to the demands 
of your day. So uh, something really just kind of popped off the page uh, here um, where, where it says this in the first paragraph, I always look favorably on you because I see you clothed in my righteousness. The eyes of God, uh, powerful, mysterious, uh, beautiful stuff. You, you know, what, what we don't see, right? What, what we ultimately fall uh, short with. Uh, God, God does see the the ultimate reality of that. So if we if we feel inadequate, if we feel ugly, uh, if we feel um, that that sin has ultimately separated us, God is seeing something much different uh, than than we see uh, in ourselves. So there, there's scripture, and I and I want you to to take note of this, write this down, and certainly put this. Uh, in your your mind and heart, uh, it says that God looks not at the uh, exterior, not not at the external body, right? But that's ultimately what the world preaches, and we are certainly manipulated by that and swayed by that. God doesn't look at the outside, right? Feature. What does God look at? The heart. He sees us clothed in righteousness. He calls us. His own children of God. That's good stuff, folks. And, and I want to I want to remind you of that uh, this day. He sees us crowned in glory and clothed in righteousness. See yourself, please, in that way, because that's how God sees you. And that is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, with it being Palm Sunday. I wanted to make the transition to uh, a gospel text from John. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, historically, traditionally, uh, the text where Jesus uh, comes into Jerusalem that then moves us right into uh, the passion of, of Christ. So uh, this, uh, th this is a text that you can certainly... Uh, take from from different gospel texts. This year, I wanted to to focus on uh, the gospel text from John, the twelfth chapter, verse twelve through verse sixteen. So, I'm going to invite you to open up your Word, if you would, please, and I'll read it now. John twelve verses twelve through sixteen. This is the word of the Lord. The next day, the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. A large crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him. They shouted, Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hail to the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it, fulfilling the prophecy that said, Don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming, riding on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered his glory, they remembered what had happened and realized that these things had been written about them. Church, this is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks 
be to God. So, just a couple of things that I wanted to uh, highlight in this scripture, and then I'll build on it for uh, Sunday. Uh, this, uh, this devotion, just to let you know, comes from the Word Among Us. Uh, there is a, a ministry that... Um, uh, is uh, is offered to uh, inmates in in this particular uh, church context. It, it's also a monthly devotional uh, magazine uh, taken some years ago from the Word Among Us. Uh, this uh, this this reflection uh, is from from that article. So let me let, let me just read it here from Mark eleven nine. I'll, I'll begin with this scripture. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. When artists talk about contrast, they're referring to the arrangement of opposite elements, right? Light versus dark, small versus large, rough versus smooth. It's a technique they use to add a dramatic effect to their work. If we thought of God as an artist, we would definitely say that Palm Sunday is a study in contrast, right? God created the universe out of nothing, fashioned it with stars and planets, sustains every living thing, and knows every hair on our heads. Yet this same awesome, all-powerful God chose to enter Jerusalem riding on a donkey. You can't have a more dramatic contrast than that. Or can you? That Jesus, our King, came to his people riding on a lowly pack animal is a huge contrast. But even more dramatic is the fact that he was crowned with thorns and not with gold, and beaten rather than worshipped, or that he would judge heaven and earth, was judged and condemned by the very people he created. Wow, that just, that just gave me goosebumps there. Think about this. Jesus went through all of the pain and humiliation of the cross so that we could be reconciled with God, brought back together, made one, is what reconciled means. He who is life itself embraced death so that we could, in fact, receive something, that eternal gift of abundant and eternal life. So, remember the citizens of Jerusalem who spread out their cloaks and waved palm branches at Jesus. Like you, they called out, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But what happens? You read the scripture, you read into the Gospels. Shortly after that, just a few days later, they join the Sanhedrin in calling out what? Those, those chilling words. Crucify him. Crucify him. That comes from Mark 15, 14. And through it all, through all of the contrasts and the ups and downs that he faced, Jesus continued to love. He continued to forgive. He never forgot his mission to save all of us. He forgave the betrayer. He forgave the denier. So when you say those words, do it with all the conviction that you can muster, it being this. Praise the Lord for coming so humbly into Jerusalem. And make it more personal and say, 
Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my life, for coming into my heart. And then ask Him to help you with all of the many contrasts in your own life, right? Because we're all complex people in some way. There are many different contrasts to each and every one of us. Ask God's hand for that. Ask God's heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to come and to guide you in all that you do. So I, I want to do a little something different and, and I want uh, you to take note of uh, some questions that uh, that we will we will have posted for you just just to get you thinking about uh, Holy Week about the passion of Christ that leads up uh, to uh, his <clears throat> excuse me crucifixion uh, and death so here's here's the first one Passion or Palm Sunday begins with Holy Week. When we are all called to relive and to celebrate the events which went before and surrounded Christ's death and his resurrection, the inexhaustible source of our salvation, Jesus is. We began by recalling Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem. He is a sign of contradiction acclaimed by some and yet reviled by others. In what ways can Jesus be a sign of contradiction in your own lives? Acclaimed at times, ignored at other times, and even doubted during times of suffering and adversity. Let me place that on your heart. I want you to wrestle with that question this coming up week. And here's the second question. Take some time in these uh, next few days leading up to Palm Sunday and certainly in Holy Week. Take, take the next few days to pray and to ask Jesus for the grace to overcome our own contrasts in life so that you can follow in a deeper way His example of self-sacrifice and compassion. Do that. And then end with prayer. A good spiritual discipline to keep you in the mode and in the groove of what Holy Week is and what it should be for all of us. So, uh, church, what I'm going to do uh, this coming up Sunday, I, I, I want to build on the um, particular character in the story in, ver in verse uh, 14 of the 12th chapter of John about the young donkey. Okay, So I want to go there and um, offer some, some thoughts about, uh, about, the, about the donkey. Um, because he, here's what here's what we need to know. Okay, I, I'm going to go into this scripture talking about prophecy and the fulfillment of prophecy. Okay, which is very important, particularly in this in this scripture. And we see we see prophecy and prophecy fulfilled many times in these gospel texts. Jesus, of course, fulfilling fulfilling that prophecy. So, I, I want to go there uh, come Sunday. Uh, let's see, uh, folks, next, uh, next week I just want to make a plug quickly. 
Next Wednesday, we will end our study, um, our uh, book and Bible study, that is, uh, The Last Words of Jesus, next Wednesday evening. So that, that will kind of start our Holy Week journey. Uh, then Monday, Thursday, next Thursday's service, communion service, uh, beginning at 6.30, I invite you there. Then we have our Good Friday service that uh, will be led by our youth uh, at 11. And then we'll have noon lunch uh, afterward. And then we will have a Holy Saturday Easter egg hunt. Very excited about that right here in our uh, church property. And then come Easter Sunday, we will have a sunrise service at Bob and Sue Shadows home. Very excited about that. And then one service here in our Family Life Center at 1030. Uh, we will abide by all of the uh, COVID guidelines that are still uh, before us um, and, uh, and ask everyone, of course, to, to mask up, distance as best they can, uh, sit with families, but we, we will have all of our uh, family life uh, chairs out as well so we'll have we'll have plenty plenty of space so very excited about that I hope that uh, you can join us whether you are in person or online but it was certainly a, a blessing to be with you this afternoon I hope you have a wonderful day I'd like to offer a word of prayer for you Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, our uh, Savior is going into Jerusalem, uh, Lord, this coming Sunday. Uh, the palms will be waving uh, the uh, message from uh, the lips of those uh, in Scripture will be glory to God uh, in the highest. The, 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 the Son of the Lord is, is coming. But how uh, quickly those words uh, turn uh, to darkness. They, they turn uh, to violence, and, and our Savior goes uh, through that, that horrific passion. But, but he, do, he does it, Lord, for a purpose, a, a divine purpose, in fact, uh, for uh, forgiveness and salvation of all, Lord, who trust uh, in Him. So there is a divine plan to what is about to happen come Palm Sunday and uh, Holy Week. And I, I pray that we are attentive to that. I pray that we can put our hearts there uh, into your word and into what is coming. Uh, and that is the passion, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. That is the good news and the foundation of our faith. So glory be to you, O God, for loving us and accepting us for who we all, who we are, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Folks, you have a blessed day. Take care and God bless.